Welcome to the podcast, Vaginas and Vertebrae, where two doctors talk all about down there topics that seem to be overlooked. Whether it be mindset, body image, self-love, or medical questions, we dive deep into all aspects of being female. Dr. Madeline is a chiropractor who is on a mission to inspire women to reconnect to their bodies and reclaim their power. Dr. Kaylee is a pelvic floor physical therapist, spreading the truth that your vagina is magical. And as a woman, you deserve to rid of all the shame, guilt, and fear, limiting you from stepping into your boss bitch self. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. to vaginas and vertebrae we <laughs> this is a fun episode because i was about to hit record about five seconds ago <laughs> dr madeline and i are both pretty pissed right now about a lot of reasons <laughs> but the one we're going to talk to today and again please understand that these podcast episodes are never meant to bash anyone to make anyone feel bad about the care they're reaching out to or the people that they're reaching out to for help these episodes are for education for women that just, we just don't know what we're doing, you know, and, and, or not getting the right care, not getting the right direction of care. I can so, say there's a, before you go on, yeah. since we say we're pissed, so there's a chiropractor and he made this word. Well, I think he created this word. It's called compassionate. And I think it's a good way to describe oh. it because it's your, you're pissed because you're compassion. Like you're <laughs> just, you have so much passion and you have so much feeling. I'm compassionate. You're compassionate. <laughs> I'm so compassionate. No, I get, I get pissed on the daily about things. And again, you know, I can't really get pissed unless I'm doing anything about it. So here we are doing something about it to educate you all. But the main thing is, oh, sorry, by the way. Hey, it's Dr. Kaylee. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Sorry yeah. about that. I hope your holiday was great. We're super excited to be back and, and recording again, still on the floor of Atlas Chiropractic. Um, again, favorite spot to record. Yeah. I think because it's like the perfect temperature all the time. Sometimes I get to see your sister's cute little baby. I know. Oh, it's just it's just an exciting <laughs> place to be. Anyways, so I we <laughs> how do I even begin this? We were talking about the issues that we see in, and this is the biggest reason why, by the way, I have a very hard time stepping into a gym that is a public gym, and I cannot personally work out there because I see form gone wrong everywhere. And me and Dr. Madeline were chatting a little bit about the kind of clients that we see and the caseloads that we see, and we usually see them when things go wrong. Right. And one of the biggest things for females to understand, and again, this is not going to turn into a bashing episode, I swear. I am going to go down rabbit holes because yeah. that's just who I am. But education-wise, if you are in a setting or a gym or you're getting trained by someone or a coach is telling you to do something and you do not have someone that is correcting your form who is asking or paying attention to your breath cycle or is paying attention to if your diaphragm and your rib cage is above your pelvis and where is your neck and where is your spine, if nobody is correcting those things, watching those things, you are going to be in a predicament, I would say, yeah. later on. Doesn't always mean symptomatic. No. It doesn't always mean you're going to have pain, but you're going to be in a predicament for some sort of, in my side of the world, <laughs> muscular dysfunction. Right. And a lot of times that can contribute to stress urinary incontinence. That can contribute to prolapse. That can contribute to diastasis recti or preventing those. If we're able to like change the form is a big thing that I do in my practice. And I, and I told you guys, I'm, I'm, I get angry about this because the clients that I have that come in every day are the ones that have been working out for years and they've been in the gym for years and they've been running for years and they've had all these coaches and all of these trainers and they show me their double under or they show me their squat or they show me their deadlift with a barbell. And I'm like, well, 
yes, you're having a lot of pain and you're having prolapse symptoms and you're leaking because of this, 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 and this. Because I want to remind you all, like, you know, and this is just me and I'm sure Dr. Madeline can speak for the same, like, I'm a physical therapist before I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist. And so I have to assess the movement first and we have to assess the function and the structure first. And then we get into all the good stuff. So if I see that automatically, like right off the bat or by the way that you're walking or going up my stairs, because most of you know my clinic has stairs, I'm really creepy and I watch you from getting out of your car all the way up to my office because of that. I need to see how you move. How does your body move within its own skin? How do you pick up your baby? Well, how are you carrying your car seat? What kind of purse do you have? Right. And I'm looking at those things because it gives me information. And the issue I find is my clients will come in and say, I only leak with squats or I only leak with double unders. My next question, has anyone ever taught you the proper form for that movement? Answer, usually no. No. Or yes, but this is how I do it. Right. <laughs> or... And again, Uh-oh. Or we need yes, beer for this one. <laughs> I know. And they think they are, but there's just so many different oh, factors yes. that aren't being addressed and looked at. So I like to think of this, like sometimes when I talk to my patients about like kind of how you think of your shifting their mindset on how you think about health. So a lot of us in today's society, we think we're like either healthy or we're unhealthy. We're either yes. cancer free or then we, the next day we wake up and we have cancer. And that's not really how it happens. Mm-hmm. It's on a continuum. And on that continuum, we make choices every single day that that choice is either going to lead us a little bit closer to promoting health and living well in our body and thriving at life, or it's going to take, take us down to more of that disease state and getting that diagnosis mm-hmm. and death and, and those type of things. And it's the same thing with I think like exercise and movement and then the conditions that we see in our practice when the patients end up there. Yeah. It's not that you guys necessarily weren't doing, let's say, quote unquote, the right things that somebody told you, but there maybe weren't looking at all the aspects of it or everything that could be affecting it. Yeah. So, and I know that's like definitely a rabbit hole to go down, but this episode I think is just to try to bring awareness and to shift your mindset a little bit. If maybe you're not getting all the results or you're suffering from something and you keep going to your coach, or even if you keep going back to your chiropractor, let's just say, and like, you're like, but I'm having this low back pain and I want to do this movement and CrossFit, but no one's able to like, I still like, I'm in a lot of pain. That's a good time to check in and look at your coaches, to look at you and your mm-hmm. movement function, to look at your doctor who's telling you different things. Like, yep. there's so many different things. So it's just about to bring awareness and to shift your thinking. All this. Yeah. And I know Dr. Madeline is over there, like, oh shit, Kaylee's about to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I think um, we're both good. So big point that she just made. Every freaking body is different. Your body is different from my body. So one of the biggest things that you have to understand is even if you're in some sort of a basic training class or some sort of a fundamentals class or a basics class, whatever they call them in the gym that you're at, where you're learning form, hopefully they have those. Right. <laughs> um, not always do they, but you know, hopefully they do. But a lot of times what happens is, is they tell you to do a squat with your toes forward. Well, <laughs> Let me go down a rabbit hole here and say your hips may not allow you to do a squat with toes forward. If you're like me, my femur, my thigh bone, one is one inch longer than the other one. I can't have both toes facing forward. Literally cannot make it happen. If you have a leg length discrepancy, if you have scoliosis, if you have any type of a hip dysfunction, labral tear, anything like that, your squat form is different. You know, and and I could go down a hundred rabbit holes with squat form. Maybe we should do our own episode on squats because it's like, it's (laughs) like one of the most amazing freaking movements that you can do. And I call bullshit on people that say squatting is not important. And how many people are told not to squat? And people are told not to squat all the time. All the time. 
And if it's painful, that's different. But we need to look at the form and how you're trying to squat before we say that you can't squat. And so that's a really big point that Dr. Madeline had made about like every single person is different, which is why it is so important to have a coach that's watching you or to have a trainer that understands fundamentals in that form. So, and you may not have that and that's okay, but that's when you can reach out to people. Like I know on Instagram talking about squats, there's this wonderful page on Instagram to follow squat university. He's got so many cool things about like how your hips move and how your back moves and how your feet are involved in squatting and like how to improve those types of things. And it's just important to know you are different than the person right beside you. You are different than every single person in that class that you're in. Um, You're different though, and your form with every single movement that you do is different because of how you are structurally made and because of how your muscles function. Does that mean there's not room for improvement? Absolutely not. There is room for improvement. But again, my squat's totally different than Dr. Dr. Madeline's squat. Our squat is totally different than a man's squat. It's just all different because you also have to, pelvic floor related, a woman that's never had a baby versus a woman that has sure. their squat form changes, their pelvis changes. The way you squat dur- during labor and delivery needs to be different than right. the way you squat in yeah. the gym. There's different ways. I'm sorry, I could keep going. I know. Well, I, I need to like. Too, I think my blood pressure is increasing. I, <laughs> I think too, at least for me, and it might. Have, I know you grew up doing like ballerina and dancing, yeah. so it might have been a little different. But my sister and I definitely grew up playing sports and doing mm-hmm. that. And at some point, especially in like the public school system, when you're doing or you're participating in a sport, there's usually at some point somebody tries to dabble in, like, training and weightlifting or core or whatever. And I know, look, the public school is doing the best they can with Mm -hmm. what they have and all of that. But who were your coaches teaching you this thing? Because I surely have never worked, was never working with somebody that, like, understood. Let's just even throw it on there. Me, as a female, with a pelvic floor, how to brace properly, how to lift weight properly. Like, they learn probably from another high school coach who had no training. Mm-hmm. They don't have any degree in exercise. They've never studied movement. They've never done any of that. And we're learning that. And then we keep, as we're still young and growing yeah. and developing those patterns, and then we keep going later and later in life with all these other dysfunctions. And, of course, we end up just as a... yeah. It's just crazy, you know, and I, one of my professors in PT school actually said it best. He was like, everybody's dysfunctional, True, (laughs) which is so true. We, nobody is symmetrical and please understand like nobody is perfect anywhere. I can do a muscle test on one leg and get different score on your other leg, like every single time on everyone. And it's just, everybody has different muscle patterns. Everybody fires differently and, and there's different ways that we move. And again, it depends on so many things. And, and you know, it's important to also consider, like, who have you worked with? What type of sport did you play when you were a kid? Because I was a ballerina, so I had a lot of training in diaphragm work and core and, like, back. And, like, I have a lot of strength in my core. However, that strength is different now that I pay attention to my pelvic floor because I had urinary incontinence. Absolutely nobody talked to me about the fact that, oh, you're super flexible. You can do all the splits, but you might want to make sure you have strength and endurance as well. Mm-hmm. Nobody told me about that. Right. You know, and I think it's important, especially as a female in the fitness industry and in the fitness world, we just have to be super careful about what we're listening to and how we're listening to it. And I by no means am going to say, don't ever listen to a man. That's a bunch of crap because a lot of them are very well trained. Um, But just make sure that you know who you're listening to, you know, and there's certain training out there with people like Dr. Madeline's with BirthFit, like BirthFit professionals or pelvic PTs or Webster chiropractors, like things like that. Those are the people that understand 
more about the pelvic floor than just the general population. Absolutely. Yeah. Do, do, if you're working on movement with a coach, do any of them have special training mm-hmm. to help you as a woman who really understands that? I know another like good resource that other courses that I take are DNS, which is yep. dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, where they look at core function properly with your diaphragm and your pelvic floor and working yeah. together. And not everyone takes those courses. Not everyone knows that your general like personal training or even I would say like my bachelor's is in exercise physiology. Yeah. I didn't learn about a pelvic floor and, nope. and like we didn't learn that. I didn't learn all. that in my doctorate program in PT. <laughs> I was a PT first, remember, and then I'm a pelvic PT. <laughs> yeah. And then I think we've you've probably heard me talk about it before too. Um, what I've seen a lot, which breaks my heart, and, I, and it breaks mm-hmm. my heart because I have been a woman who struggled with it, are women who constantly train the same as men, and then they get really hurt or really upset, whether hurt physically or emotionally, are really upset that they're not able to show up every day in the gym and do yep. high intensity just like a man can, or they don't understand why they're not recovering and why they're more prone to injury at some point. And because our bodies work differently than a man. Mm-hmm. And I would say a lot of training programs I've seen we don't talk about the fact that women's bodies cycle differently, that they, with their hormones, that yep. there are other consideration factors in there. And that if you train appropriately, you can be just as strong in all of those things, but you're not constantly beating yourself up and feeling like shit in your own skin and then wondering mentally why all of this is happening. Yeah. And then you're thinking, well, now I need to do two days or I need to do something else because my body's not cooperating. You're losing trust and yep. connection to your body. Yep. And that's a big thing to talk about in the postpartum community Mm -hmm. when you have a baby and then you want to get back super quick and you're like, oh, I'm not losing the baby weight. Oh my God, I can't lift as much. Oh my gosh, I can't get as fast. I'm not as fast. I'm not doing this much. There's a lot of reasons for that. You know, like men don't have as many hormones as women. They do have them, but not as many, not as many that are like cycling throughout. Yes, they do have pelvic floors. But one thing that I tell my clients is men have external genitalia. Their brain is wired to understand that their organs are going to stay in. There is rectal prolapse in men, by the way. There is urinary incontinence in men. There's a lot of issues that they can have as well with pelvic floor. But women, when we birth a baby, we don't don't have external genitalia. So your number one thing to understand before stepping back in a gym is how the heck is your pelvic floor functioning? Is it functioning? Because if it's not, then that's going to be an issue when you're training or it's going to be something. And I have a lot of my clients coming in because you all know I work with a lot of high level athletes. They will come in and they'll be like, I have no like issues. I'm not peeing myself. I don't have any pressure. And they come in six to eight weeks postpartum. And I'm like, okay, but we still need to do the assessment and go through a training program because unfortunately, over half of women that have a baby will see symptoms six to eight months after giving birth Sure. because we already went back to the gym. We ignored our pelvic floor. We're not paying attention to our breath cycle. Our form is off and we want to lift as heavy as we did before. You know, and it sucks sometimes and yeah. I, we're right there with you. Like it freaking sucks that women have a little bit harder of a time. And I, that's why I think like, you know, pussy power all over the place because like, <laughs> look at what we do. I know. First of all, like give ourselves a little bit of grace. Like this is quite phenomenal what a woman does. Like we bleed out <laughs> once a month <laughs> and most of the time we can still exercise during that. Yeah. We can still do all these things. We keep all the hats on, but it's just so, so important to understand And again, I refer to personal trainers all the time. I refer to people all the time for exercise, but I need to know that they've either shadowed me 
they've had some experience with themselves, meaning they've had babies and they've gone through some sort of pelvic rehab themselves. But there are so many resources out there. Um, off the top of my head, there's like Sarah Duval. She's a pelvic PT who has a lot of online programs. She's freaking amazing. Um, I myself have an online program for urinary incontinence and Dr. Madeline and I both do training programs for women who are pregnant or postpartum looking for exercise options that are not the same as in the gym or they are the same as in the gym, but you're incorporating pelvic floor and breath work at the same time. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a wonderful add-on. So if you're interested in that, you know, reach out to Dr. Madeline and, and she'll set you up on all these amazing things that she's working on because it's just a cool thing to be able to have that extra piece of knowledge mm-hmm. because she's worked with me and I've worked with her and I think it's really neat when you finally get to the point where you realize like as a woman, right. you can't ignore your, your pelvic floor. No. You just can't because right. if you learn how to use it and you can ask any of my shout out to Olivia Peltz because she is one of my like star students because she went through training with me pelvic floor and she tells me all the time she's like my postpartum body is much stronger than my body was before baby and during pregnancy because she incorporated breath work core work and pelvic floor she's a crossfit athlete she's phenomenal works out six days a week it's just important for you all to understand like and I send people to train with her all the time because I know she has that knowledge and I send people to train with Madeline all the time because I know she has that knowledge and I'm not saying that I like and nobody else has it. I just think it's really important that you understand the story behind these fitness professionals and that you understand that just because they're marketing do all these kegels doesn't mean that they're effective. Or the sit ups. Oh god. And since we're that's a whole other right now. But since we are like (laughs) doing it a little more towards women and go sort of a rabbit hole, but not really um, bringing awareness to if you were pregnant and you miscarried and maybe mm-hmm. you didn't carry baby to full term, one, like, we hold space for you and yeah. we're, like, that's tough and we it's completely so understand that. I've seen so many different, I would say people in the community or online communities we're part of, and just because we don't talk about it or hold space for these women who think that just because they didn't go through the full birthing process and they experienced that loss yeah. that their body doesn't need any time to recover from that. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. So to realize that there is still recovery and, and connection that needs to happen with that and rehab and to give your say yourself space and grace within that yeah. to grieve that loss. And that's okay. You know, I've seen people like bounce back the next day and post about it on different online communities that, you know, I miscarried, but I was back at the gym the next day and really struggling with it. And my heart just breaks for them because there's no, I just feel like they don't have a community to connect with or or someone to hold space with. No support group. Yeah. And for somebody to like, what, like your body needs time and space as well. And I think even, I'm sure they go back to that facility because that's your community and you're, and you need that connection and, and you're sad and you're, and all those things, but that your body is still changed. Yeah. And there's still like a rehab process through that too. So if you are somebody who's listening and you have experienced that or you know someone else mm-hmm. to let them know that there are people out there for them too yeah. because – And I think it's yeah. important, you know, in, in my work as a pelvic floor PT, I see a lot of clients that have miscarried. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that abortion is in yes, that same category. Um, because you have to understand that you still grew a fetus and you still, yeah. if you miscarried, you still had a baby. A yeah. lot of my clients, I've, well, not a lot, but I've had a few that have had stillborn babies yeah. and things like that. And understanding that you still had a pregnancy and you still had a birth in a, in a yes. form. So that is still something to consider because big 
you know, rabbit hole again. How many rabbit holes have we had so far? I Six. Don't know. <laughs> Somebody keep counting. This is an now. important episode, though. Keep listening because it's just important to understand like abortion, miscarriage, pregnancy where you're birthing a baby. Yeah. Like, it's just you are holding as a female a human life in your womb. Yeah. <laughs> your emotions are right there where that root chakra is. It is so important to understand that you have so many emotions in that region. And if you do not take care of your mental health and if you do not take care of yourself and how you're feeling about that process or if you're trying to just push it off and get back to normal, it'll eventually catch up to you. And that's the hard part because it's just... We want so badly during pregnancy and postpartum for like things to be back to normal, right? But you have to also understand as a female, regardless of pregnancy and postpartum, let's take uh, me for instance with endometriosis. Like my life is a freaking shit show for my period week. Everything changes and it sucks. I can't move as well. Some days I can't even get out of bed. Some days I have to cancel my clients because I just can't get to them. And it's just understanding to give yourself a little bit of grace because your body functions the way that it functions. And our body is like it needs to have somewhere to release those emotions. Mm-hmm. For me, it is exercise. So I totally understand when yeah. you can't do it, That's but there are always things that you can yes. do that is not going to harm you later on. Yep. And I think I heard somebody say, I don't remember who it was or I would tell you. So it I was could probably probably no, quote them. I'm kidding. But, <laughs> um, once I think no matter what your outcome is, mm-hmm. once you're pregnant, you're pregnant. Yep. Like, and that's what I hear from my moms that I work with over and over again. Once you're pregnant, you're pregnant. So no matter how the outcome turned out and whether, you know, you had a choice in that or Mm -hmm. not, you are still pregnant from the time you're pregnant. You still have a life inside of you, Um, which means there's changes that come with that, with Mm -hmm. your body, with your emotion, with your mindset, with changing who your identity is as much as you don't want it to. No matter what, again, that's still going to challenge you and make you grow on some level because it, it things are changing. Yeah. So to give yourself definitely grace, find your right support team. And yeah. especially if you do connect with movement like we do, it's just we understand if we if you have to take that out for a while, how that can be challenging. But there are other things we can supplement in there to get Absolutely. you through that and to make sure you're getting back to that properly yeah. and not causing more injury or anything like that down the line. And just making sure that you're reaching out to someone that is able to guide you in that. Yes. Because I understand, you know, you want to find a good trainer or a coach or someone out there in the fitness industry that has the connections for you. Mm-hmm. Because if you are in the gym, for instance, this has happened to me a lot. My clients will come to me and they are working out in the gym with their trainer and they pee, but the trainer doesn't give them a modification. Right. And again, that could be its own modification. I mean, that could be its own like rabbit hole thing like that. And I, again, I have no issue with personal trainers. Please don't take that that way. But there is special training that they can take. They can take training on understanding pelvic floor. Otherwise, it would be in your best interest to reach out to someone. You can still work with your trainer, but to reach out with someone who has the knowledge to be able to say, hey, if this happens, do this instead. Or, hey, if that happens, don't do this. Because you don't want to continue to progress or cause an issue later on in life, right? Because, you know, the issue a lot of times is like, oh, yeah, I'm leaking a little bit, but it's not that big of a deal. And I know all of you listening are just like, yeah, you know, sometimes when I laugh or sometimes when I sneeze. And that's my imitation voice. Um, (laughs) But let me tell you that the unfortunate part is there are studies out there that say urinary incontinence, if not treated, can actually increase your risk of depression, increase your risk of falls and fractures as an older adult. It can increase your risk, obviously, of social issues because you don't want to go out. It will not just go away. Um, If you had it for a couple weeks and then it went away completely, but you didn't do any treatment, it is very likely that it will come back. I'm not a fear monger, but I'm an educator. And I just want you to understand that 
reaching out to the right people is significantly important for your health, especially in the fitness industry. Because there is nobody here in this podcast right now telling you that you can't exercise. No. That is like, I've never taken somebody out of exercise. Like, I don't even know, uh, I don't understand that mindset at all. Like, I don't hey, either. Like, stop moving. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh, stop doing it. Just, oh, if it hurts, stop doing it. That's my favorite. That's another rabbit hole. I'm just like, well, let's figure out why it hurts first. I think we talked about that on our pain episode <laughs> yes. a little bit. Drives me nuts. It's just like you really just got to talk to the right people and reach out to them, you know. And, and I'm very active on social media with talking about these things. I get a lot of comments daily and a lot of messages daily about things that doctors are telling them or things that, you know, their friends are telling them or all this right. other stuff. And it just breaks my heart to hear how much inaccurate information is there? Because the main thing, honestly, and what I tell my clients is like, you are the one that needs to understand your body. Like it is not like, it shouldn't be for me to tell you what's going on. Right. You really need to be the one that's just like, this doesn't feel right. Right. Let me change something. Because right. <laughs> we're not going to know a hundred percent ever. Like exactly. what it really feels like to be in anyone yep. else's body, but Absolutely. our own. Absolutely. So we can have theories and watch you move mm-hmm. and, and those type of things, but Yep, and I tell clients all the time, you know, like, hey, try squatting this way. And then it still hurts. Okay, Okay. well, how do do we make it not hurt? Squat the way that does not hurt. And then they show me that, and that's where we start. Because I'm just like, there's a reason it doesn't hurt there. Mm -hmm. Now I have to figure out what that reason is. Because I think it's just really important for us to understand, you know, again, women are, like, so good at the comparison thing where Mm -hmm. we walk into a gym or we step into wherever we're going or we're racing, whatever. We watch everybody around us. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of this. And I stare at people. I'm like, man, she's thin. Man, she looks good. You know, like, oh, what I would do to have, like, the strength like that. Mm -hmm. But if you take a second and sit back and realize what your body is telling you and move in the way that your body lets you move, make it enjoyable because exercise should never be something that's a burden. It should be something that you enjoy doing. Finding ways to make that happen to where it's not painful, to where you're not having like irritating pain or a pelvic floor dysfunction or anything weird like that. You know, it's just, ugh, I could go on forever. I think that you feel good afterwards too and yeah. like connected to your body, not where you're still done at the end of your ex workout and you're like, because I've been that person. Like, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I'm not recovering. I'm always in pain. I'm super tight. Like, um, any, like go down, yeah. I can't imagine where your brain goes there. Um, but, but <laughs> a lot of places. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Cause like I've been there yeah. and it's, and it's not fun and it sucks. And if you can ever transition out of that and really start to think about more moving with intention on yeah. why you're moving and what your purpose is behind that, it completely changes the game. And I'm not saying that you won't ever struggle with like connection or body image again, because it, it's just part, I think yeah. we, we're going to compare naturally because we are humans, but still giving us better tools to get shift out of that mindset and to work on that because. Yeah, I think it's kind of a powerful thing, too, to realize that as a woman, you can literally do anything you want to do. Yeah. You just have to understand your body. And I tell my clients that all the time, and it blows their mind. They're like, what do you mean I can do a handstand? I've never done one. And I'm like, well, we've got to learn why you're not doing one (laughs) and how to get you into that position. And that's, again, you know, like where the work that that I do is so different where the work that Dr. Madeline does is so different is like we have, you have to find a professional, like the whole point of this whole thing is to find a professional that listens to you and yeah. find somebody that actually understands the female body. Because I will say it, and I've said it on episodes before, especially in the pelvic PT one, a generalized physical therapist does not understand the pelvic floor. I did not have that training in school. Some of them have more education than others, but unless they've gone through the training, you can't expect them to know that because it is a specialty. 
And then you've got to take into account too that it's the same with the chiropractor, right? Like generalized chiropractors don't understand the pregnant and postpartum mm-hmm. female. Yeah. And not all chiropractors understand fitness. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> I'll just throw that out. No, that's true. <laughs> We're not, like that's not part yeah. of our curriculum. I understand fitness because yeah. I love fitness and yeah. my background's in fitness and yeah. I continue to stay educated and up to date in fitness. Yep. It's just important. Yeah. yeah, again, it's like Dr. Madeline said before, you need to know what they're, like, what do they know? And it yeah. doesn't mean that we're like, oh my God, you have to have all these letters behind cool. your name. We're just saying, talk to them about their experiences. And I always like to know people's why. Like, why are you working with this type of athlete? You know, because again, most PTs don't know how to work with high-level athletes because it's a false, like, perception that female athletes don't need help because they're fit, which is ridiculous because honestly female athletes, we're the ones that need the most help because we're usually disconnected from our body, especially with the mindset that we got to get back as quick as we can. And we got to always go as hard as we can because we want to be the best. Right. And that's okay. But we have to understand our body to get there. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important um, to understand all of those 5,626 rabbit holes we just had, because there's going to be a lot of podcasts about these types of things. And there are a couple of things that popped into my head. Like, I think that it's going to be really important to talk a little more about like nutrition and have a dietitian on here and like talk to you a lot about mental health, mental, <laughs> mental, <laughs> mental, <laughs> mental health when it comes to getting back to exercise. But it may be, I think personally, that an episode on the differences between female and male fitness levels and how we move is going to be a really big deal, which would be a really cool YouTube video as well, because I think that that will be really nice to be able to show um, because it's something that I get a lot from my clients. I don't understand why my husband can do this, but I can't, or I don't understand why he can lift that heavy, but I can't. And it's not, or some women can lift heavier than males and a lot of males want to know why. So it's just, again, like being able to break that down, Um, with two professionals in the field that would be willing to do that. And as always, send us your questions and your comments and what you want to hear about. Yeah, absolutely. Those are my rabbit holes. I need to drink about a gallon of water now because I got real fired up just now. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week.